the spotlight. Hear directly from your favorite artists in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. We talk reality. So it is the 10th day in the month of April 2020. What an exciting time for us to be back right here on The Spotlight. I'm Steven Balmy, 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Currently, it is 12 p.m. Out here in Calgary, it is negative 1 degrees and it feels like negative 4. And joining me today, all the way from Edmonton, is a recording artist by the name of Casey Mather. Casey Mather, thank you for joining me. And I want you to go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, my name is Casey Matter, and I'm originally from uh, southern Ontario. I was raised on the countryside on a farm and uh, I started playing guitar at 16 and I just would play a lot, a lot, like hours a day. And then I basically progressed from there to learn singing, writing, and then I pushed on to drums and bass and uh, all kinds of instruments. And then through the years, working with a lot of different people um, that helped me along the way, I was able to start basically record, um, produce, mix, master, and release all my music on my own. Um, so currently I live in Edmonton, Alberta. And uh, like I said, I just try to push as much music as, as I can and um, hoping I can uh, reach a lot of people. So moving from Ontario to Edmonton, I understand that dramatic change, but how would you compare the weather? Do you really like it there? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's a lot colder here. <laughs> I can yeah. tell you that much. Um, but no, it's nice. I mean, I've always wanted to travel out west because I'd never really been past uh, Toronto. Yeah. That was the furthest west I've ever been. So basically, um, when I got the opportunity to do that with my job, I yeah. kind of went as far west as I could, and I'm I'm really happy I did because I like experiencing a lot of different cultures, a lot of different um, backgrounds, uh, people coming around from here. So it's really nice to uh, kind of submerse myself in the culture and get to know the city and how people live out here. I really like it so far. And so, with what's going on in our society and around the world right now, what do you think about the social distance and self-isolating? How are you coping with it? So personally for me, I mean, I'm just self-isolating right now. So uh, it's helpful because I can work a lot more on my music now. Yeah. Um, and so basically, I, th I think it's a really good time for people uh, while self-isolating to kind of work on your goals. If you want to learn a language, yeah. uh, if you want to work on music, whatever you have, if you never had time to, I would say now is the time to go ahead and work on it. So obviously stay updated on the news and make sure you're doing proper procedures. But I think it's a really good time for us to work on our, our own goals. So for me, uh, I get to work a lot more in the studio now because I have all day to do that. Um, and that way I'm, I'm at home, I'm safe and I can release music for people to enjoy while they're doing uh, while they're doing their isolations. Right. And if not for social distancing, you are supposed to be in the studio and we speak one on one. But we're doing it anyway. <laughs> now, Kissing Matter, your music. What inspired you into the music industry? Um, originally, like, uh, I had a friend that lived just down the road from me just because we live on the back roads. Uh, and his father was a drummer and he was super good. And I remember walking to the house the one day and he was just ripping it apart. And I was like, that's amazing. So uh, he knew I was interested in music. So um, my friend's dad took took me and my friend Carl to uh, to a show um, just in the, near Montreal. And I watched this guitar player play and I was like, that's amazing. How, how am I able to kind of do that? I would love to do something like that. Um, and so my friend had a guitar and he, he sold me it and I just would practice and practice every day. 
and then uh, they hooked me up with uh, some teachers and then through the years I was just meeting different people, messaging, emailing and then getting to know other people in the industry and uh, basically the more I learned the more I, I, I kind of got a, a, a more grip on music and I just loved everything, every instrument and then everything I could do with it so I'm at the point now where I've met so many people that they've taught me how to do stuff like recording, producing and and singing and stuff so it's really helped me it's really showed what one person can do um, and impact a lot of people so like i said uh, music is one of the things that's kind of been part of my life since i was around 15 16 and ever since then i've just been getting more more aggressive and more i find more into it so that way now when people uh see me they'll always see more music come out and it's getting better i'm getting more music videos and uh it's just something i enjoy doing um in my free time so hopefully one day i can make it a career and i hope so for so many people music is a career even though it is not the highest and fastest paying careers someday it pays off now in the music industry who are your music idols uh, I have a couple different ones, but uh, the musician ones so far, I really like uh, guys like Paul McCartney. I, I, I grew up a lot on uh, older music, like from the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. So I, I listened to a lot of the Beatles and I really liked how I, I would watch videos of Paul McCartney because he would release albums with him playing bass and guitar and he would sing. And I kind of saw that as a, a persona I wanted to kind of try and, and work like. Um, so I would say Paul McCartney a lot. Um, and then even uh, newer guys, like I see Charlie Puth, he's even in the studio a lot working with keys and he knows how to use the patches and the recording. Um, so guys like that. And then even, um, but even some other motivational speakers like, uh, like even Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big one for me because I find he's, a, yeah, he's, he, he's, um, I find he's one guy that really pushes people to, to, to go for their goals and just to be relentless kind of thing. So I, I really respect him for, um, you know, making people go out and, and do what they want to do so uh but yeah but uh, other musicians again with my guitar that's uh, a lot of people know me for my guitar playing and my biggest inf influence would be steve ray vaughn because yeah. he's one of those guys that just he would go on stage and he doesn't have any fancy lights or dancers or anything like that it's just him with his band and i, I find alone with his energy he's able to capture the audience and i always really liked him for that so when it comes to music and creativity they go together how would you describe your creative process? The creativity process, I mean, it it starts basically, it's really, I find it's a weird thing with me, it's very subconscious. Yeah. Um, I find myself a lot of the times I'll be just walking around doing something or I'm driving and I'll just, I'll have a beat in my head or I'll think of a lyric that sounds really good yeah. and I'll think, oh, I should, I should write that down or I'll record it. So I'll, I'll usually kind of sit down and I'll, I'll record it with my with my phone like on my voice memos and I'll either sing the beat or I'll, I'll grab my guitar and I'll play the guitar line yeah. um, and then from there I'll kind of uh, get in the studio and I'll lay a track out and I'll like I'll play the guitar line and then I'll I'll put that on my phone and play it back and then try and think of lyrics basically and and from there it just kind of takes on uh, its own path which is really cool so then I'll start adding things like bass and drums and then I'll throw in a harmonica or synthesizers, whatever. Um, so the creativity process, like I said, it's one of those things that uh, sometimes I'll sit and play guitar and yeah. try and think of a, a line for an hour or two hours and nothing comes and then I'll be eating lunch and then all of a sudden I think of a guitar <laughs> line in my head and then I find upstairs and I grab the guitar. Yeah, so, so on an average day, would you consider this as a daily routine or what's an average day like for you? Uh, I mean, 
It varies, but right now, like usually, you know, get up in the morning. I usually try and go for a 5K run and uh, or do something physically exercising. And then I'll come back and I usually study, like I'm learning French right now. Uh, so with the isolation, it helps because I can sit down and study a lot. Um, then I'll have lunch and then usually in the afternoon, I'll start practicing guitar. Um, basically, I'm still working on improving my guitar skills. So a lot of uh, guys like Tommy Emmanuel and Doyle Dykes, uh, they have this uh, finger picking style that's amazing. So I'm trying to work on that. And then usually around the evening time, that's when I, I open up the studio and then I start um, working on my music. So right now I have a, a song in the in the process. And so just working on editing that and uh, also kind of researching uh, other, I guess, strategies and other ways people do edits and stuff in the studio. So that's probably a day for me right now in the isolation period. <laughs> so when I hear the word isolation, I'm thinking of, what did I do wrong? Why am I in prison? Why am I being asked to stay home? Now, we all know what it feels like to be in prison for not knowing what you did wrong. Now, when it comes to naming and branding of any product, I'm a big fan. I love to look into things with names. For 21st century, as an independent artist, you are one person with both first and last name on it. Is there any hidden meaning behind your name? There, there was a reason. Um, back in the day, uh, when I was playing for other artists, I was usually a guitar player. And I, I noticed that, I mean, when I would see people putting their, their full name as the artist, I kind of, I never really liked that idea. I always liked the idea of a band name. I always thought that was more creative and then people are, it's its more of a group thing, not one person taking the spotlight. Um, and I, I always said to myself, I, the only time someone should brand their name uh, as their own is if they're doing everything on their own. Um, and then obviously when I started recording and all my music and doing everything on my own, I realized that I didn't really have a band or a, or a record label to work with. And I remember I was talking with, um, uh, my, 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 my friend's father, Steve Burnett, who, who got me into music and I asked him, I'm trying to think of a good name for my for my band, but I can't think of one. And he said, why don't you just say Casey Matter? You're you're doing everything anyway, so there's not, it's it's you. So I thought, hey, that's, that's a good idea. And so uh, that's how I got it. There's not really a huge reason behind it, just the fact that I if I'm doing everything, I want people to know that and that's why I use my name. It's, it's who I am, it's what I'm representing. So in most cases, music involves collaborating and working with other artists. What process does it take for you to work with others? Okay, yeah, as of right now, I'm not collaborating with anybody just because I'm quite new to the city and I don't have, I mean, as much of a, of a social uh, like a social media presence right now because I'm still small. I am always looking for people to work with. Uh, I'm always sending emails out to producers or recording engineers, other musicians in the area because I would love to collaborate. Yeah. Um, I did it before when I was in Ottawa because I knew a lot of people there. So I was working with a couple different um, uh, recording studios and, and producers and artists. At the time, I was doing a lot of different shows there as a guitar player. Um, and I loved it. Like I, I always loved working with people. And even when I was uh, doing some of my uh, schooling, I always had friends that you know could play bass or they knew a little bit of this and that, and I would have them work with me. Um, but as of, as of right now, I'm looking for musicians or producers, reporters, anyone that has knowledge on on music in general. I would love to work with in the Edmonton and yeah. surrounding area. And that's great to hear. So one thing I realize when it comes to building and gaining new fans. For any independent artist or anybody is about building audience how do you plan on building and gaining new fans and how do you plan to even interact with them i mean it's still something i'm 
trying to work on. Um, I guess word of mouth and then basically just branding yourself and pushing your label and, and, and sending out emails. But I think the, the best for me so far has been when I've been releasing content and a, a lot of my family members and a lot of my close friends have been extremely supportive. Um, people I've known from from college, high school, uh, living in, in, in cities like Ottawa and stuff, and then even with the military, I've had a lot of people um, help me kind of achieve things I'm trying to go for. Like if it wasn't for my family and friends, I wouldn't probably be on this radio station because it was them I reached out to to, to put the comments, vote for me, and to get me into that into that tenth place spot. So um, what I've been noticing recently is with uh, my friends and family sharing the music, I've been getting a lot of more fans that I actually don't know now and so I really um, I really appreciate that I, I, I think at the end of the day uh, the fans are really what makes them the artist big and so for me close friends and family have really been the solid foundation and they've helped me kind of slowly reach to other people um, so like I said it's a challenge I'm still trying to work on branding myself but like I said every day I get a little better and yeah. I think with um, more more songs and more product, it'll get more people interested in listening. And obviously, this pandemic doesn't make anything better. But what's your take on it anyway? Just for it to go away, basically. Hoping people uh, just follow the rules. Um, like I said, I, I social distance myself. And um, I, I just think the biggest thing is uh, trying and do what you can with what you have. You know what I mean? It kind of embrace this the situation so if you're stuck at home all day uh like i said a big thing i i believe in is, is going for things you've always wanted to do with your life goals and such so like i said if there's a language you want to learn uh if there's an instrument you want to learn if there's a something you want to study or get better at i think now is the time to do it because you have the time um there's not really uh, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, right? All I know is I'm just doing my part, social distancing, yeah. and we're hoping that this is what's going to solve this, right? So um, I just think for right now, stay at home and, and do what you've been always wanting to do, that you've said you haven't had time to do, go to the gym, whatever. Right. Now's the time to do it. So take advantage of, of, of it as an opportunity to improve yourself. And how I agree with you 100%. Before we take a break, here's a brand new single from Casey Matter. Full of lust, right here. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Let's take a moment to discuss the trust that you destroyed with lust when you killed my emotion. And since that day that you'd commit the crime, and there was proof. Just wasted your time, but I 
Alright, so that was Casey Matter with Full of Lost right there. Welcome back right here to the spotlight, Casey Matter. What's the brain behind this song? What is it? What is it all about? The the brain of the song, you mean? Yeah. Um, so what do you mean? What do you mean by that? The brand, like uh, what it's pushing for, basically. Yeah. What is this track all about? Oh well, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. Um, basically, the song is basically betraying that. I mean, it's okay to just find someone you love and basically be with them. Um, because I, I just noticed that uh, a lot of days now when I'm talking to a lot of people, it's a lot about like people are on uh, stuff like Tinder and stuff like that and they're like the hookups and all this thing. And um, but I, I always thought like 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 from where I came from, a lot of it was like you, you meet the person, you marry them and then you spend your, your life with them. And uh, that's always what I've really wanted. And uh, I think that's what most people want. So I figured I want to give them a song that really speaks like the truth and kind of how I feel and how I think a lot of people are feeling, uh, especially with a lot of the social media these days. So it was just an honest, an honest song about how I think that, you know, like kind of go for some someone you really, really want to be with. Yeah. Um, and kind of don't get distracted with everything else and just focus on being with someone that wants to be with you. So that was the whole point of the song. So the ability for any music to make anyone to reflect, I believe that's a good thing. There's a lot of music out there, many that doesn't even make any sense. And I don't mean to be disrespectful, but that's a fact. So Kissimata, do you believe love is a fairy tale? No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it, it all depends how you see it, right? It's all, it all has to do with your frame of mind and what you see as love being. So, I mean, I think most from the people I've spoken with, all my friends, it seems like, yeah, I, I definitely think there's uh, the love out there because to be with someone that, like I said, someone you trust, someone that you want to be with, someone who pushes you to be a better person and you're kind of like a team. Um, I think I think everyone wants something like that, and I think that's what love is. And so uh, I come from a really good family um, that's cared about me a lot, and I can rely on. So I, I come from a good background, so I really I have a good I know what it is. And so basically, to find a partner like that, it, it can be difficult, but it's definitely doable. And I think um, like anything with perseverance, if you give it time and um, patience, you'll find someone that will really, like, I guess, love you for who you are and want you to do things um, that, that kind of like your goals and stuff. So let me be honest. One thing I love about this track, Full of Lost, is the consistency, the energy that you used on it. What's your favorite part? Um, this song in particular, I really do like the vocals a lot. And the lyrics are, I find, the most captivating part of the song because um, it was a really honest opinion when I when I wrote the song. Like it was really what I was feeling. It wasn't about a, a story or about um, someone in general. Like the song was just basically how I was feeling. And um, basically, when you listen to the chorus uh, and like the this, I guess the scream or the belt that I'm doing, it really I find it just kind of portrays the energy of like, okay, enough is enough. Like this is what I want, and this is like what I'm gonna say about it um, because. Like I said, the dynamics, um, I had a lot of people teach me and were very strict on how important the dynamics were in a song. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, the verses were kind of common collected, how I'm talking about it. And but but at one point, you know, 
you, you can only talk about something so much where you get fed up and you just gotta sometimes you just gotta put the you know put your your fist down and say this is how it is so yeah that's where the chorus comes in bang this is my message yes. and uh it's something i find people can remember so kissy matter have you dealt with any performance anxiety either in the studio on stage or anywhere how would you describe it oh yeah for sure <laughs> i've had a fair share of that um <laughs> Even before getting on this interview, I was like, holy moly, here we go. But uh, yeah. any every show I play, uh, I get really nervous. I mean, it was more prompt in the beginning. As I got better, it was more kind of routine. Um, but I find it doesn't matter if there's one person in the crowd, if there was 3,000 in the crowd. It was always that same feeling of like nervousness of, of what's going to happen. Because once you're on stage, you know, it's anything can happen. You know, you can screw up a, a vocal pitch or you can break a guitar string i've had that happen many times to me so yeah. there's always that anxiety but i find the more you play the more people you play to the more comfortable you get but i mean it's something i i have every every time i play i'm always i get the jitters before i'm on stage absolutely now tell me about one of your favorite after all your performance which one do you think is your favorite my favorite one there's i mean I'll be honest with you, I think my favorite one was the when I was singing actually in high school, we had a performance to play uh, Hey Jude and no one really knew me as a singer before and I, I was trying to sing and a lot of people were kind of like, maybe you shouldn't sing, your voice isn't that good. Uh, you know, like, you gotta stick to guitar. You're really good at guitar, you should stay as a guitar player. But I, in my in my head, I was like, no, I, I can sing. Like, I was really bad at guitar when I first started, so it's the same as singing if I practice. So. I think my, my favorite performance was, was Hey Jude was because it was the first time I sang and I remember the, a lot of the people in the crowd, a lot of my friends, their eyes, That's right. why, like, oh my God, he can actually sing, like, to a certain degree. <laughs> so um, that's probably my favorite one. There's other ones where I've played and I've done guitar solos behind my back, and but I think the, the one that was the most meaningful was when I kind of proved a point where, you know what, if you put enough practice into something, you can get good at it, and just like singing, just like an instrument. And that's probably my most meaningful performance. <laughs> so I used to be in a choir when I was 10 years old. I was born and raised in Nigeria, you know, and going to church on a Sunday morning was one of the most crucial things to do. And not just going to church, participating, you know. So my parents signed me up to belong to the choir. And every time the choir leader would send me back or send me straight to the back, you know, just because I don't know how to sing. And they would ask me to sing the bass. I would just sing, sing bass and hum, sing the bass and hum like that, you know. I love it. And I just believe that is the most crucial aspect of me to know more about songs. So earlier, you mentioned about your music band. Could you throw more light about it? Yeah, so when I was first starting out, I was in, uh, my first band was, was Matter Crew, and uh, we played a lot of shows in the Cornwall area. Uh, we, we were never really big, uh, but we played a lot of different shows, and it kind of, um, the bass player, uh, Josh Stevens, he had uh, his, his dad, Dwayne, um, actually he's from uh, Calgary as well, uh, he came down and he was the one who really helped us out with our dynamics, and he taught me a lot about how to be a musician, how to play music, how it works. And um, and and with that, basically, we formed Matter Crew and we played a lot of different shows. I, I went through a lot of trial and error with that band because it, it taught me, um, you know, how to kind of be uh, a performer on stage, how to try and captivate an audience, what to, like what to do if a guitar string breaks, how to improvise in those moments. 
Um, and so with that band, you know, I really pushed, uh, we played a lot of covers and then I, I pushed more into original music because that's what I really wanted to do. Um, but at that point, that's when I was kind of getting into college. So at that point, the band kind of stopped. Um, but that was the band that kind of first gave me um, the opportunity to really, I guess, spread my wings and show me how to be a musician and how to understand how music works. And I have uh, Dwayne Stevens is uh, the guy I can thank for that. Yeah, so thank you, Casey Mata. I have a question right here that just came in. So this person mentioned about incorporating your style to hip hop. Do you plan on doing that? It's a good question. Uh, it's something I'm still trying to figure out because the, the latest song I'm working on is a lot more pop uh, because I do want to be able to write content that I can send to, to more DJs that can play that more like uh, clubs or dances, whatever they need, um, like dancing music because Full of Lust is not a dancing song, I think. Um, but to incorporate, I think, again, it's listening to music that is, I guess, listen to the mass media that's used for like, um, for dancing and stuff. So I'll, I go to a lot of more um, people like Robin Schultz, actually. I like a lot of his music and the, the latest song I'm, I'm working on um, has his same style of it's very dancey and there's a lot of guitars. Yeah. So it's something I'm still working on. I mean, I really like the way uh, Queen did their music because every music, every song is different. Like Bohemian Rhapsody, is completely different from Killer Queen or Another One Bites the Dust. Um, but people remember all the songs and some are dancing and some are not. Some are just, uh, you just sing to it. So something I'm going to keep working on, I think the biggest thing is kind of um, embrace myself or induce myself into more dance and hip hop and uh, take what they're doing and incorporate it into my music. So the next question right here is coming from someone from Headmington. He stated that when this whole pandemic is over, do you plan on featuring more artists? Because the more artists you feature, is the more your voice gets out there. Do you plan on doing that? Absolutely. I am looking to work with anyone I can I can meet. Um, I'm, again, I'm trying to uh, send out emails right now. I can't really go out, but I'm trying to send out emails and message people. If, if there's anybody that's looking to work, have a, uh, me featured or, or whatever the case scenario, uh, I'm always looking for that. I'm really trying, especially new to the city. I don't have any contacts uh, as far as the music industry goes. Yeah. So any any band out there, I'm absolutely willing to work with you. Um, so, but I'm going to keep also sending out emails and hopefully I find a band or a promoter, whoever, um, and work with them and try and get more songs out. And then obviously how about the other um, partner as well. So the Casey Matter crew still exists, right? Matter, uh, it's still, there's still songs out online you can listen to, but the Matter crew band itself is uh, not, not really, it doesn't, it does not run anymore because the, the band members left. So I had, I changed, I changed the name. So the next question here is from someone, it's just a compliment stated that I love your music, great song, great vocals, and I see you have a good and promising future with your music. The last question is from DJ Rexit right here. He's right here in the studio. He stated that, do you plan on doing a remix to your song, Full of Lust? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I would I would like to work on it. I try to just um, move on to the next song. I want to just keep out pushing more and more songs because I feel the more content you have, the more you can work with. But uh, it's something I can look at. I never thought of work, but I can definitely check it out. But if there is a DJ, if there is a writer, musician that wants to do a remix, absolutely. I'm always inclined to working with other people who want to help, uh, help each other out. So 
anyone that wants to help out with the song, I am more than willing to uh, to work with that for sure. All right, Casey Mada, my one and final question for you. What advice will you be giving to any artist or anyone that really want to follow your footsteps? My advice is whatever you want to do with your life, go and do it and don't give up on it. I mean, if you have a goal and you have a vision of something that you want to do and, and you can see it, I would say just go for it because again, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not the fastest, strongest person out there, um, but I have a lot of perseverance and people who know me know that I'm one of those people that I, I'll do something and I'll stick to it. And that's what music was. I was a really bad guitar player. I was a really bad singer. I was a really bad musician once and now, as you can see with the products, it's been matured and it's a lot better now. So my advice is if you have a goal, if you have an idea, go for it and don't quit. And I will be supporting you the entire way through. All right. So at this point, I want to say thank you to you. And thanks to Casey Mada for taking the time to answer as many questions as possible. Thank you as well. I really appreciate this interview. And thanks to many of you that sent in your questions. If there was a lot of time, I would have loved to really read them all. Right here, this is the Spotlight. I'm Stephen Bomi, Masterclass Radio 85.5, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Thank you once again for joining me, and I will look forward for more music from you. Kissy Matter, have a great night, and stay safe out there. from your favorite artists in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. We talk reality.